Welcome to the Money BS Podcast, where I'm on a mission to help you get unhooked from the unhelpful thoughts you choose to keep yourself from having the life you want. I'm your host, Master Certified Success Coach, Belinda Smith. Ready? Let's go. Hello. Hello from Nashville, Tennessee on this fine day of episode 46, where we are going to talk about being criticized and not dying. (laughs) Great. What a wonderful topic. Actually, it really is. It's a very, very important topic, but I do, speaking of very important topics, I just wanted to let you know that it is a possibility, a very real possibility that I could be adopting a dog this weekend. Now, if you know me, you know that I'm a total dog person, total dog person, but I haven't had a one-year-old in a long time. I mean, I think I've only maybe had two one-year-olds in my entire, two puppies in my life. So one years old, this is the youngest, I believe, but assuming she comes, this is a thing, but assuming she comes, her name would be Peggy. Okay, her name is already Peggy. So why on the world? Why would you ever change the name? That's a beautiful, joyous name for the dog. So anyway, I will I will keep you updated on whether or not Peggy joins the herd, the pack. I guess we're not a herd, we're a pack. <laughs> but yes. Anyway, that is my personal share and uh, just be in your prayer closets because I'm not really sure what's going to happen. But on to, I was going to say a more important topic, but I'm not really sure. They may be equally important. But on to today's topic for the podcast, uh, we're going to talk about asking for criticism and processing it without dying. It's true. Asking for criticism and processing it without dying. Now, a lot of people are like, oh, feedback isn't criticism. Criticism and feedback are different. You know what? A lot of times the quote unquote feedback, which is just such a nice term, it's just a nice term to couch criticism, to couch the word criticism. And really using those interchangeably isn't all that big of a deal when you actually think about it. Okay. I'm going to tell you the five things that I want you to consider and that I also consider myself when I'm asking, when I'm putting something out and, and asking for information back. Number one, number one, when there's a situation where you're in charge, you are making the rules, don't be afraid of criticism. Ask for it. Remember, you are there to serve. You are there to serve. So number one, ask for it. I'll come back and talk to you about why that's so important because a lot of these really um, intertwine with each other. Number two is (laughs) why is it important? It is important. Number two, number one is ask for it. Number two, know that it's important. Number three, you're going to receive it. Receive it. Number four, consider it. And number five, implement what works for you. Okay? I'm going to review those one more time. Regarding criticism, number one, ask for it. Number two, it is important. Number three, receive it. Number four, consider it. And number five, implement what works for you. Okay, here's the thing I want to tell you. 
I have been in, uh, gosh, several groups in my lifetime. I can't even, I couldn't even count how many groups I've been part of. And I have been frustrated and thrilled in so many different, um, so many different scenarios. And there were so many times when I would have wished or when I did wish that the instructor or the leader would have said, Hey, let me check in. How, how is this going for you? What do you think? And I had some real constructive criticism, just some real, real constructive feedback. And I thought, you know, for me, I knew what could make the experience better for me. And I also would know that whether or not they took my opinion was that it had been considered. And if I expressed it, I would also then know that um, the person in charge was also looking for the greater good. And sometimes my personal good is not the greater good. I wanted to trust the people who were leading me. Therefore, I would like to come back to point one, ask for it. When you are leading a group, a program, a uh, customer situation, when you are creating your art, when you are creating your music, listen, when you are putting your work out for consumption, you better believe that it is okay for people to have criticisms and feedback. It's okay. You're, you've entered the point of consumption. Consumption therefore leads to impressions by other people. Everyone is not going to like what you put out. However, somebody is going to have to like it, or you're just going to be talking to the wall. As a songwriter, if I write songs and no one picks them up, then I get to sit here in my office and play the piano and sing to myself. Mm -hmm. If I am doing something in my coaching group and it's not resonating, not only are the people feeling like I'm letting them down in the experience because I didn't ask to know if there was anything um, that that needed to be improved upon or changed or or massaged, they are also um, going, well, why didn't she ask? This is, this is kind of a big, important thing for me. I am putting aside my time and y'all know I go on about this, but time is finite. And when someone is giving you their most precious resource, you need to be able to honor that. That is also why it's important. It's important because you're here to serve. And if you're not serving the the consumption part, if you are not serving the people who consume what you're doing, then it's a really unfair uh, exchange. It's just really unfair. And the problem is ultimately yours as the leader. It's not the people who've, who've signed up. It's not the people who've bought in. It's not their fault. I mean, I mean, ultimately there's a level at which they bought in because they knew about you. You had done something to earn their trust. Okay. So they bought in, but if you do not go back and you don't check in, check the temperature here, 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 and here, then you are going to be completely, um, unaware of what's happening and they, and you're, it's going to fester distrust. I've also seen in groups in which I've been where no one has asked for feedback and what happened every single time invariably little clicks would form. Like somebody would say, oh my gosh, I kind of hate this. And they would go, oh my gosh, me too. 
and then cliques would form and then it would become a bigger thing. And the next thing you know, it's a larger group and then it's a larger group. And before you know it, every single person is so done and sick of you that no matter what you do, you cannot um, change the ship. You cannot correct the navigational beacons. You're going to a different navigational beacon. Okay. It's important. This is what, this is what you're doing. This is why you're here. And the next thing, point three is when you ask for it, receive it. Okay. When I think about getting criticism, again, I'm not asking for, for people to beat me up. And I go to songwriting a lot because it's such an easy metaphor for a lot of people to understand, but you have to know in that part of my, my work, I get criticized and beat down and rejected on a weekly basis. It is like, oh my gosh, if I'm not getting beat down, then that means I'm not doing my work. If if I don't have artists passing on my songs, then it means that I'm not I'm not doing enough to get artists to take one. The percentage of my catalog that actually gets cut is very small compared to all the songs that I write. And I dare say that most everyone that I know and work with would say say the same things. It's true. It is true. Now, we have to understand, though, when it comes to receiving feedback, and I want you to pay attention to this. This is very, very important. Receiving feedback is basically, I want you to think about this, whatever the people see or hear of your art or of your, your precious work that you've put out, your songs, your, your coaching, whatever that is, whatever people see and are giving feedback on is exactly what you have curated for them to see. These people probably don't know you deeply personally. For me, there's very, very few people who know me on that level who could actually rip me apart and I would, and I would deeply be distraught. But a lot of people are just, they're just reacting to what they understand that you are. So if someone's reacting to one of my songs, I have to remember and and do now, they're not saying, oh, Belinda, I hate you. They're just saying the song is not for me. Uh, Now, I'm personally attached to that song because I, you know, I was with probably with a good friend or sitting by myself and laboring over it. And we were trying to write something amazing. But the truth is, all it is, I put this out. I detach from it. And when someone doesn't like it or if someone, God forbid, an artist come back and say, hey, would you rewrite this whole entire song, but keep this line? Um, That's still not about me. It's just about the art. They're not talking about my soul. They're not, you know, calling me names that would make me want to throat punch somebody. It's the same with you putting art or putting your work out for consumption. And then when they are, are speaking back, Think of yourself as having a um, a circle around you and wherever that feedback lands and that criticism lands, there is still a buffer between that feedback and you as a human. I just can't stress that enough. People are giving, are, are giving you feedback and criticism based on what you have curated for them to know. You do not have to take everything personally and put it in your heart and, um, you know, tattoo it in your head. However, this is a great way, which leads us to number four, to consider the feedback. So 
when you are there, when you're coming at the feedback with the, or the criticism either way, with a clean, really a clean heart and a clean spirit, then it allows you to look at it from an intellectual place rather than a personal place. In order to make sure that you are considering it rather than um, letting it sort of into your bubble, <laughs> into your boundary, your circle, you need to sit on it. At a very minimum, sleep on it. If you Once you get it and you think about it, if you decide you're angry or if you decide you love it, do not, do not respond immediately. Sleep on it. That gives you more time to decide um, how you want to react and then what you want to receive, what you want to keep and what you want to leave for somebody else. Ultimately, though, you are the leader and it's, it stops with you. It's just how it is, y'all. You're the leader and you have to take responsibility. You are, I'm the writer. I get to take responsibility. If I'm never measuring up to what is wanted, then that is my, that's on me. I have to do that work. If I am leading something and it is not going right, what or how I think is right, that's on me. I need to make some changes. That is not affronting me as a human or as a being who is truly in service for for the better good. It is based on, I cannot stress this enough, it is based on the the work and is based on what has been curated there for people to interact with. So number five, our fifth point, once you've done all of these things and you've really given it time and you have considered things, you've received it, okay, you've asked for it, you know it's important, you've actually received it so that it's it's alive, it's there. Um, you think of it as a living, breathing document. It can always be changed. People can always change their mind. And you've considered it. You're not sending back knee-jerk uh, emails, you know, down with you, you're wrong, and this is what's in my head, and blah. It doesn't matter because what they think is true to them. What you think is true to you, but what they think is and is true to them is really, really important when they are the consumer. Then, number five, you implement the feedback. You implement what works for you, and you lovingly pass on what does not work for you. I recently asked for for criticism and feedback in a group that I'm running. I have the most intelligent, incredible women in my mastermind right now, and I asked for feedback. This was the first mastermind I'd ever really done, and I, I love, love, love and respect every person who's trusted me to be the leader of this. And when I asked for feedback, I checked in and I'll tell you what, I also wanted to make some adjustments, but I wasn't hundred percent sure where they were. And you know how you find out how I found out where they were? Mm, I asked them because they are grownups and they can speak their mind and good grief. I would rather ask than just keep plunk, plunking along and thinking, oh, all right, I guess they like it turns out we all, we all had something that we really wanted to basically delete. You know what? All, I have all the buy-in to do it. What I was thinking, it's so good and so exciting. So happy. It's like, okay, now I feel like, all right, we're going to pivot on this. We're going to do this. And, and I am going to serve these people to the very best of my ability. And I feel like the feedback is just um, and some of it, I mean, you would call it criticism. Um, 
there was another, um, I'm trying to do better on my ums, but you know what? It's just where we are. So everybody just step down. I'm aware. Just yes. Hold your, hold your criticism. All right. (laughs) But I'm so excited to be able to pivot in a few areas that I really wanted to pivot in. I just wasn't a hundred percent sure where, what their temperature was. So now I feel like we're all on the same page. Something amazing gets to happen. And it's all because I asked. It's all because I asked. And I want to empower you to ask. And then I'm showing you how I did it so that I did not die. (laughs) You will not die. I promise you. If someone says, I don't like... This isn't anything that anybody said, so I'm not outing anybody. Someone says, I hate the fact that you decided to meet on Thursdays during lunchtime. Okay. You know what? That's really feedback that I appreciate, that I would appreciate. However, it would not change. It just wouldn't change for me. That's what ultimately that what that is what works for me. And by timing that I'm also accounting for the different time zones across the country and abroad. So that's what it is. Thank you very much for pointing that out. Um, that is noted and I'm not going to change that. <clears throat> See, that's okay. You can still, you're still in charge. You, if anything, you are modeling to your group, how these things should be handled. Show, teach people and model to people exactly how you would want them to treat you and to model to you in reverse. It is very empowering and it's very exciting when you realize and remember there is that, there's that buffer around you that no one gets into. Um, and, and this per, there's no, I didn't get any personal feedback. Like I, I hate you and your hair is stupid and the way you dress is dumb. And I mean, nobody, that's not what they're, they care about. They're caring about their experience. It's the same with music artists. They don't care what I wear, what I look like, uh, where I live, <laughs> really who I am. I mean, my name is sometimes necessary for the credits, but ultimately does this song support what they're doing? Does it support what they're, they have to get up on stage and they have to communicate the words that I gave them to their audience. And if I have not given them the words that they can actually use to communicate with their audience, then they can't use it. If I have not given them the melody that works perfectly for their voice and in their range and their um, preferred, um, that, all that stuff, um, genre, they can't use it. It's, it's, again, it's not an affront. It is just information. Always, always, always welcome data. Don't get, don't bust it out because you don't want to hear it. You are not right all of the time. It is okay to get criticism, to ask for critiques and to ask for feedback. Okay. I really think this is, this has been helpful for you. That's totally one thing I would do, right? That was an example of what not to do. Here, I've presented you this podcast, and now I'm telling you this is really good for you. Well, I don't know. You may have thought it was totally boring, right? Okay. All right. I wanted to bring that up. I want you to think about this. And if you ever run into a situation where you're completely panicked, you've gotten a critique, and you want to die, your throat is you know, going sore and tight, and you're 
your chest is sore and you can't breathe, man, send me a direct message and I'll get you off the ledge. Direct message on Instagram at Belinda Unhooked. And my email is Belinda at Unhooked Life. All right. Thank you so much for being part of this community. I deeply appreciate you giving me any of your time and I will see you next time. Hey, thanks again for listening to today's podcast. I'd love it if you'd invite your friends to listen in. Remember, it's not about the money. It's about the mindset. If you could use some personalized support around this area of your life, I do have some limited number of openings and I'd love to talk to you and see if we're a fit. The link to book a chat is in the show notes. Also, please go to iTunes and leave me a five-star review. Y'all know that every star counts. All right, I'll see you next time.